if you dog ironing, get the fuck out of my life. It, well, we were talking about that. It's like, it's like, oh, you're going to iron? What a pussy. Right. I don't, like, understand that. Like, you look like a fucking idiot. Your shirt's wrinkled. Right. Like, when you see someone with a nice iron shirt, do you say to them, like, like hey, nice shirt, oh, pussy. Like, does, does that come in men's? <laughs> Welcome to Chicago, DJ. Thank you for having me, Pete. It's wonderful. It's been a, it's been a great day. We had a we had a hell of a day yesterday. First so day in Chicago. We flew in, lost an hour, right? Uh, we I picked know, up an hour. I picked up an hour and went to a festival for pretty much all day and then we went to an after show on the first day which is the dumbest day that we possibly could have gone to an after show it turned out to be pretty well like i was i was super tired at the end of it but we made it and well, no, i didn't so, black out we didn't die yeah yeah we survived the first night and normally I, it takes me a little time to fall asleep because of um unhappiness but <laughs> i was we put in a full day yesterday i passed the fuck out um, here's a little Chicago trivia question for you. Let's see, you've been here for one day. Let's see uh, if you can get this. Who is today's episode brought to us by? Today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. And uh, we're going to the Cubs game tomorrow. SeatGeek hooked us up. Uh, buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along, created an amazing app and a website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. Uh, SeatGeek is always the first place we go to to look for tickets. We're going to the Cubs game tomorrow. Very excited about it. Going to Wrigley, sitting in the bleachers. We're going to get real drunk. Yes. Uh, uh, you got to just download the SeatGeek app on your phone. Use it. Find tickets. Uh, everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. They do all the price comparisons for you. Uh, they search multiple ticket sites and ensure that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work. You save all the money. And they want to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off uh, their first SeatGeek purchase. If you want $20 rebate... Uh, go to download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, click add a promo code, enter promo code section 10, all one word, section 10, one zero, and they'll send you 20 bucks after you make your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code section 10 today. See, Father John Misty, it's not that hard. Sell out. Just sell out. We just made a quarter million dollars (laughs) off of that. Do you know that we discussed this actually yesterday drunkenly? But fa- so Father John Misty came out and said that he we're gonna have to start doing Father John Misty like douchebag he checks. <laughs> uh, he came out and said that he reject he turned down the um, Chipotle commercial that Brittany Howard did because and they were offering him a quarter million dollars to sing I want it that way and he didn't do it. You that's such you- a Oh, That's a, a horrible idiot. business move. We, yeah. Anytime you can get a check for $250,000, yeah. you do it. I don't give a shit. Like, Father John Missy is not that big to be like, I don't need $250,000. I have no idea how much money he makes, but he dresses extravagantly. He's spent, I think he's got a lot of money going out. You need some money coming in. So that's why we've partnered with SeatGeek. So. <laughs> By the way, Willie Nelson sold out and did a Chipotle commercial. Right. Yeah, I don't know why I say commercial like that. Uh, 
Yeah, so like, if you think that you're too good for Willie Nelson, you should probably just go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Father John Missy. Uh, by the way, we're here for Lollapalooza, if that wasn't clear, if you didn't yes. listen to previous episodes. Um, so yesterday we went and we saw uh, Somo, and <laughs> yeah. then we saw... Um, the Arcs with the Arcs. Dan Auerbach, okay. who threw us for a loop, because yeah. neither of us fuck knew that, that Dan Auerbach <laughs> was in... <laughs> that band and we were walking by the stage and we were like why is why is the black keys guy over here there yeah Um, Uh, so yeah he's got a new band and then we saw lana del rey and then we saw moo in the after show yes rank those performances uh unbiased but moo clear number one fucking amazing socks off fucking amazing just as weird as you could ever hope she came out wearing probably a double xl t-shirt and had the top bun and that's that was an outfit that she chose and she had like a really good stage presence oh she was fucking all over the place and it was awesome she's a dance like no one's watching kind of person and as a dance like no one's watching kind of person (laughs) i can respect it like she's big into the and this is again why this needs to be a video podcast she's big into the like uh Fake bench press. Yeah, right. Like the bench press dance move with like the high knees. Uh, and she was crowd surfing, does the whole fucking thing. She was like head banging at one point. Yeah. Where she was like on the ground and she was like fucking head banging and thought she was going to smash her head off the stage. Yeah. Uh, speaking on the other spectrum of stage presence, Lana Del Rey, fucking bored. I was bored. She just stood there and was like miserable and sedated. And that's like her shtick, but. Fucking, I don't know why anybody would want to go to one of her concerts and just watch her stand in front of a, a stage mic and just sing. Um, well, we should do a lot of Del Rey, Rey heat check because we, we put one out there on Twitter and it was pretty much 50-50. Um, musically speaking, She's definitely great. would. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Definitely would smash, musically. Um <laughs> But she's, she's so much more image than anything else. So she's your like Taylor. She's what Taylor Swift is to me. She might be to you. She's no. She's the opposite. Like when I said, I said musically would. Right, but I mean musically speaking, I'm lying. I'm saying like musically speaking, I think she's a person that I'd like to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm setting it up. Like to I would sound have sex like with I'm her music. About- no, no, I'm saying, like, I'm setting it up to sound like I'm talking about music, but I'm like, musically, what are your thoughts on her? Like, I, oh, I'd like, have sex with her. Would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, I think that she's very much more image than anything else. Yeah. And she's like a... Well, we were talking about that with uh, Martin Rickman, who visited us, uh, my yeah. former Uproxx employee. Um, he basically, he said that she was like a failed Christian singer or something like that. Yeah, she was and like then, rebranded. Yeah, and then they rebranded her and they were like, here's this dark, mysterious woman. Well, the, the whole time, the, her monitors, uh, the monitors on the side of the stage were in black and white and everything. And yeah, it was like, look at me, I'm artsy and, right. and mysterious and dark. It's like, mm, mm, And she mm. does the, uh, I don't want to compare her to Zoe Deschanel, but she's very clearly trying to go for like a, a classic throwback type of vibe. Yeah. I think she I think she pulls it off. I I, uh, I compared her last night drunkenly to a praying mantis uh sexually. Like she's the kind of person who will uh have sex with you and then immediately cut your head off. And then cut you. So I didn't know that praying mantises did that. Yeah. We that, used that term like quite a bit yesterday. So, I I like keeping that as like this girl this girl's a praying mantis. Like she'll fuck you and 
kill you afterwards. Well, I mean, that's a kind of a good news, bad news situation. Congrats on the sex. Yeah, I mean, like, it would be, it would probably, I don't even know if sex with Lana Del Rey would be that great. Uh, She would be into, like, some super weird shit. So, but I don't know if I would enjoy it. It could go to one of two ways with her. Like she's either super closed off and reserved because there's nothing there, or she's super closed off and reserved because there's fucking <laughs> demons. There, right there is like shit that's about to. I feel like she would either be her. like sedated and just like lay there, or she would be like ter- like terrifying. Yeah, I would. Um, but I, I would be willing to find. I don't out. know the uh, that's that's very big of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, would though? Yeah, would. for sure. Um, um, speaking of sex, uh, oh, Somo. Uh, Somo's, you, if, Somo's set was, or Somo like as an artist is like the congrats on the sex version of music. There were two dudes there who were just yelling congrats on the sex during his whole set, and, and it was, was telling us to shut up, but. <laughs> We thought it was funny. His songs are basically, um, like, one of his songs is like a doctor, what's her name, Dr. Ruth? Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, like a Dr. Ruth yeah. book. He, like, we, uh, we were like... He's like, grab I, her legs, right, we were, spank her, get up in there. I have never heard music that is as sexually instructional <laughs> as a Somo song. Like, I made a joke at one point... Uh, I was like, yo, like, the next verse is about, like, I, I don't want to say this because it's too graphic for our podcast, but it was about, like, something that you can do while Like, bring her home, get her act. naked, and penetrate. He, and, like, the next <laughs> Put verse, on a condom. He seriously, he seriously, like, said almost what I said he was going to it say. It was, like, almost, it was pretty close to, like, I Just Had Sex, the right. parody song from Saturday Night Live and The Lonely Island. Right. Yeah, like, it was like close to they, a woman. Let it was me put like my penis inside a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of those songs were like pretty similar to yeah. the parody song. And one of his uh, hooks is uh, "We can make love, or we can just fuck." And my take on that was like, you're getting very, very detailed in the things that you're going to do, <laughs> and a lot of it's foreplay oriented. And it sounds to me like if you go up to a girl. And say to her, like, all right, here's how it's going to start. And then, like, you're 36 minutes into explaining, like, move for move what you're going to do. If you say after, like, so we can make love or we can fuck. Like, no. You just said too many things. You're making love. And I don't know. I, I think that it brought about the question of what's the difference between making love and fucking and I think that um, ultimately feelings, but also if you're yeah. going to go as like if you're going to put as that much work into it, that's making love. Uh, Fucking is just like see ya. I don't necessarily agree with that. Like I I don't think like fucking is defined as like get it done and get rid of her. So I see fucking, I think, like, the difference between having sex or uh, making love and fucking depends on, like, the level of roughness. Oh, okay, yeah. That's my take. Yeah, making love is more gentle. And yeah, fucking and, like, is. tender. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of his lines was literally, like, I can be tender or I can be rough. And I like that was, like, the opening line of one of his songs. I was like, Gee, fucking Jesus. That guy, I hope 
for his sake that he's good at sex because yeah. he sets the bar extremely high for himself. He's also fucking cocky. He introduced a lot oh, of his yeah. songs. It's like, you, like you guys know this one, right. and it's like I've never it's like, even heard of you before. Right. Yeah, like this this is fun, but uh, and like when that happens, when somebody when a artist makes uh, starts a song that like a bunch of people know and it's well known, like the crowd goes wild, knowing right. that like knowing that this is, like, a song that they like. So it's like, you guys are going to know this one. And he started it, and there was no response from the crowd. And I was like, kind of awkward. Yeah. Nobody Uh, knows the song. um, Follow the the Listen to Brunch account on Twitter because we're posting shit from the festival. This is... um, Timing of this podcast is a little odd because we're only, like, a day into it. Yesterday was, like, our... Our feeler, right? Like we just got the lay of the land, and then we're going to see a lot of acts that we want to see. In One the thing days. that I saw, uh, I couldn't get a picture because um, it would have been creepy. But I did give him a fist bump. A guy was wearing a shirt that just said "Dick on Fleek," <laughs> and that's all it said. There was a lot of Harambe signs, actually, which is amazing. We were humbled a little <laughs> yeah. bit because we came into Chicago talking a big game about how. We're gonna like we dress, were gonna set it on fire yeah. with our Harambe stuff. And Someone had a tank that was Ursula on the front and back, and on the back it said "Trust no bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and a, a lot of basketball jerseys. A lot of basketball jerseys. I definitely do not have that market cornered this weekend. I only brought and one. They're basketball all white jersey. people. I'm wearing a Harambe t- or I'm wearing a Harambe tank as we speak. But you have like what five? jerseys yeah i brought uh, too many jerseys i think i brought more jerseys than there are days that were here so that was outfit changes man overpack they allow us uh three re-entries so just keep running back and changing <laughs> keep motherfuckers on their toes uh what's your so this is your first time being to chicago it is and this is your first time being at a big music festival correct uh other than lessons on the sex from somo what stand what things stand out to you uh, the city of Chicago is beautiful, and I love it. It's the best uh, I like. City. Wa- I decided drunkenly last night that I want to move here, um, and I don't think that I've made a change to that opinion. Um, so, like the backdrop of the main stage at Lala is fucking Tits, awesome. Yeah, it's so great. So much so that I wouldn't want to be in the front row of the main stage. I yeah. would want to hang in the back so I could see, see the all skyline. The shit. Yeah. Um, fucking baller the people are pretty nice here actually i've noticed yes everyone's pretty too yes so uh, the, the women are fit right mwah. the funk in <laughs> um should we get to uh reviews we get to reviews yeah. and emails let's do it uh do you got a review uh not pulled up because i am not prepared uh, uh i actually do um, Did we get any? I, th- I thought I checked this morning, and it didn't look like we had any new well, ones. Well, Big Log Dropper 69 <laughs> says, really nice pod to shoot the carp to. I don't know what that means. I've, I've I, never heard of that I phrase before. don't know. I th- we're going to have to Is ask that... Somo what, what that <laughs> shooting the carp means. It's, yeah, it sounds like it could be sexual, or it seems like that, like, is he, he fishing? Right, and do you, you're not supposed to shoot fish. No. I, uh, this would be a good fishing podcast, I think. Why? Just because, like, we're it's mindless. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, fishing is all about just losing the rest of the world. Also, speaking of fishing and mindless and reviews, uh, the reviews are getting more and more heavy on the, these guys don't really do anything, so c- keep giving the five stars, but <laughs> soften the fuck up on the, uh, like, on the 
playful shaming. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Big Log Dropper sixty nine says funny, edgy, and an overall good listen when you got an hour to waste at work. Kinda a holes, but in a good way. Keep it up. Shouts. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Neat. That's a neat, compact, good little <laughs> nice thing. Um, an emailer asks, uh, "Hey guys." Just wondering your general thoughts on tattoos. Also, where the fuck is the merch? I need a brunch tank in my life. Obviously, because I have arm tattoos. We do have a merch update. We've thought of more ideas of things we want to do for merch. Uh, we have not taken any steps towards getting merch made. So, so that, more of the same. We do, uh, should we announce the, that we have cards in play? Oh, yeah, that... Um, yeah, for sure. Did we put that out there yet? Did no. We tweet that? Kathy Polo, who does our art, uh, <laughs> just fucking came out guns ablazing this week and gave us uh, congrats on the sex cards, yes. which are amazing. And uh, I, I think that we should wait because I haven't put them out there yet and I wanted to, but I'm waiting for like the perfect congrats on the sex opportunity okay. where I can post that picture yes. and in response to it on Twitter or something. It is great. Uh, the little hint that we can give you is it is uh, shaving slash hair, men's hair product themes. So it is very creepy. Right. Um, and then uh, she also gave us a, so we wanted to do a Snapchat geo filter for Lollapalooza for like the entire weekend. Yes. And she came up with a fucking amazing artwork for it. And I want it so bad. But then we checked to see uh, how much it would be to do all of Grant Park for the entire weekend, which we really like overshot it. Uh, and it ended up being like $27,000. And we do not have that in That's the bank where account yet. comes in. <laughs> yeah. uh, they That's where Father John Misty is a fucking asshole. Oh my god! We Could should have just gave us twenty seven thousand dollars. We should tweet at Chipotle, be like, "Dude, we'll do a commercial for you for twenty, like just a base <laughs> flat fee, twenty seven thousand dollars. We need it for something, <laughs> and then we'll turn around and make a uh, fucking Snapchat filter that nobody will come Use. across because yeah. they won't know about it. So like the, the like the option like the pricing is based on how how long you use it and uh, the like the geo fence. And so for us to get like in our price range, we would have had to do like a very small section of Grant Park for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Which it probably would have taken us four hours to find the section of Grant Park where this geo filter was active. And then we wouldn't have gotten any pictures with it. We can we make like a corner in Chicago, like maybe in like a, a uh, place where like the housing is cheap and stuff and uh, just get a little corner for a geo filter. Like, hey, if you stand next to pot bellies, it like <laughs> in this little alley, we have, we have uh geo fence and go in there. It costs us like, like $6. <laughs> like, yeah, six bucks for the entire weekend. Stand there wherever you, whenever you want. Stand in this alleyway. Um, so on tattoos, we both have tattoos, yes. which I think might surprise some people. I think that might surprise people as well because we're, um, Lame white guys. That's true. Well, um, lame white guys love tattoos. That's true. That's <laughs> that's how we overcompensate. Um, I have one tattoo. You have two. You have two. Um, shouts to to Feidelberg. Feidelberg just joined the club, yeah. and I will say I love his timing because I got my tattoo when I was twenty six, 
and I got one when I was eighteen. So wow. for like my eighteenth birthday, uh, and then um, my like in college, my junior year. Okay. Well, the the trick is. You have to get a tattoo. You have to understand when you're not going to want a tattoo anymore, and that shouldn't be a deterrent from getting a tattoo. No, that should be an incentive. Um, like yeah, you it's like if you if you're not going to want a tattoo when you're like 45, then you have you're just wasting time where you could have a tattoo <laughs> when you do want exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The fucking clock is ticking on your prime years. And when people say that, it's like, oh, that's going to look so stupid when you're old. You know what? I'm going to look stupid when I'm old. Like, Thank ugh, you. Who are you trying to impress when you're fucking 65 years old? Right, yeah. Like, when you see a, an old dude with, like, tattoos and they're all, like, green looking and shit, that's, like, the 15th worst looking thing on that person's body. <laughs> yeah. They... Their posture's bad, their fucking, like, their breath smells like smoke, even if they don't smoke. It's just, when you get, I, I fucking hate old people. Um, <laughs> we've, we've established this in the podcast before. I know. Um, Fuck you, Grandma Saracen. <laughs> right, shouts to, I mean, you guys are trying, but um, this is an ageist podcast. Uh, I, I love tattoos. I want to get more, uh, but I don't want to just, like, get tattoos just to get tattoos. So, right. Like, what I've been wanting to do for a long time is I want to do a sleeve. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you've... Congrats on the arms. It would be you, like the... Got the it would be got the, the body. It would be like the only sleeve that I ever wear. <laughs> that <laughs> so, would be fitting. Um, so I, I just don't... I, I am planning on it, and I still want to. I just don't know what it would be. So I uh, so I have one tattoo. Uh, let's say, say what our tattoos are. What are your tattoos? Uh, on my back, I have the Red Sox B... Uh, with the American flag layered underneath it, it's a com- it's tough to explain, but I think that it's I drew it myself and I like it. Wow! Yeah. Did so you like really? when I so when I got it when I was eighteen, yeah, it was because I had drawn it myself, and then when I turned eighteen, I was like, I'm gonna get this. That's so when sick. I turned eighteen, I went and I brought it to them, and they turned it into a tattoo and they made it, and I like it. I don't regret it. No regrets. That's... Uh, and then on this on my rib cage, uh, I have a quote. Uh, and it's struggle shape us, triumphs define us. Nice. Yeah. So. Um, I have um, on my forearm. I have a dog that knows it looks good. It's just a man's body doing a very um, slick pose. A very slick pose. Suave. And uh, the face is a Great Dane. Um, shouts to Adam Larusso, the artist who did it. I. I all I want, I, I just like the idea of having like a dog kind of giving you bedroom eyes. And uh, I, I went in for my consult and I was like, I want a dog that comes off as like knowing Sexy. that, just being like, yeah. Like, I. Do you have a mustache? I just know. Is that no. whiskers? Yeah, those are his. Okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah. He, um,. So I was like, yeah, I, I want a dog that clearly is aware that, like, he's this dog killing fucks. it right now. <laughs> yeah, not even he fucks, but just, like, I I clean up you. good. I'm better yeah. than you. <laughs> right. Which sucks because the dog, my tattoo looks way better than I do. Like, my <laughs> tattoo is a better looking, more you, confident It's an thing. inspiration tattoo. You aspire to be yeah. that dog. I actually, uh, so he he came up with the idea of, like, he pulled up a bunch of like pictures of models on Pinterest and he was like which pose do you like 
best. And I was like, that pose. And he decided on a Great Dane because he was like, Great Danes look smug as fuck. I want to draw a Great Dane. And he killed it. I, uh, it is a good tattoo. I, I like it. And I'm quite certain I'm never going to regret it. Nice. Because it's... It's silly enough that it's a. I will say it is like an aggressive location that's for what, your first tattoo. I remember it's when on your I forearm. got it. Yeah, when I got it, I was like, "Hey, I got a tattoo. Look!" And you were like, "Fuck!" Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very caught off guard. Uh, a lot of people when they get their first tattoo is like a place where they can hide it. Right. They like, go for like ankles or, yeah. or shit like that. I got my when I mine's on my back, so I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. Like, I don't know what my my job's gonna be. So. Yeah. I'm 18, I'll put it on my back shoulder, um, n- but now it's like I I don't really work a real job, right? so I can get a sleeve. So. I uh, I didn't really worry much about the whole stigma of having a tattoo I, in plain sight. I don't give a sight. fuck. If I somebody's going to judge me for having a tattoo, like, I don't want to be friends right, with like, you. Right, like, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had, I had some friends that, after I got it, like, friends who were, like, knowing that this is now on me until I get it removed when I'm, like, 31, uh, being, like, have you thought about that? What, what if you have a job interview? What if you, it's, like... By the way, like, if you have a job interview and you wear short sleeves, you're not going <laughs> right. to get the job. Yeah, I'm going to wear a fucking polo to a job interview. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, I don't think that, and I don't think you get, like, extra weird looks or anything. If no. you So I would say... If anyone's considering getting a tattoo, don't worry about the stigma or Unless whatever. Unless you get a shitty tattoo. Right. Then, then the stigma attaches itself to you. But if you get a good tattoo, don't worry about it. What yeah. is your thoughts, uh, uh, like, black ink versus Ooh, colored? I was glad that we uh, got to that. I think that uh, I think that both look good. I really don't think that one looks bad. Um, I think it depends I, on the situation. Right. I'll say that I've made the choice that I'll never get colored tattoos i have uh i have colored on my back um which i kind of needed to do because it was the american flag right um and then i have black on my side Mm. so i think if i were to do a sleeve i would have to keep it black and like grays and blacks just to kind of because i've i think that like you're heading into risky territory when you do colored on the sleeves because sometimes that shit clashes right and uh I don't know what the, like, mental trickery or, like, visual trickery involved is or whatever, but uh, black ink, like, black sleeves make an arm look better. I think that um, color sleeves can not accentuate the arm in the right way. Oh, I need to accentuate my arms. Exactly. It's the only reason to get them. Um, (laughs) I, uh, my aunt taught me a rule, which is good. Uh, wait six months after each tattoo yeah. before getting a new one. Because after I got my first one, I was ready to cover my fucking body. Because That's get- when you can make some bad decisions in terms of what you put on your body. It's right. like when you're just getting a tattoo just because you need to get that fix. Right. I have, uh, I had an idea like a week after I got my tattoo that I'm still kind of considering. It, if I do it, it would be my next tattoo. And I don't know what it means. I think I, I come up with weird tattoo ideas. But I would get it on, um, like, my back, but, like, the upper back. Basically behind one of my shoulders. That's what I have. Yeah. And it would say, in, like, block letters, it would say, rap music, next line. Rock music, next line. Cat music, next line. Dog music, 
And next to cat music, there would be like a cat like holding a guitar or whatever. And then like next to dog music, there would be like a dog like playing the drums or some shit. Um, it's a terrible idea. I think it would be. So I focus grouped it on a few friends, and there was like one overwhelming yes, uh, and then a bunch of maybe. Why? Maybe think about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe take some time. I don't know. I just that just speaks to me. It would be. I think it would be funnier if you just like did a sleeve of just a bunch of animals playing music. Right. I well, think I like that would animals, be, that'd like be hilarious. Um, and it would fit with your your dog. On your on your forearm, exactly. But the issue is, I don't want to any. I think that I think that I have the best tattoo I'll ever have. So any tattoo that I get next will water it down. Like rap music, rock music, cat music, dog music. Let's be honest, that's a fucking banger of a tattoo. It's not. That's not going to be as good as fucking Reggie here. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Uh, so thanks for the email on the tattoos. Um, we have a sports hot hot take. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. Yes. Uh, it was suggested to us. Yeah. Um, um, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid uh, is a little little puffy. I think the question was, is he at least a six? I think that was the, the number that was given to us. Is he at least that? Uh, uh, my answer would be no. A six? Yes. I that's, think he can be a six. I don't think so. Um, I think that he's that guy who... He looks like a kid who gets good grades and goes to a pretty good school and everything and is my comparison does well enough. my comparison was he is basically like JD McCoy. He does look exactly like JD McCoy. And he kind of acts like him. He's like very uh, before JD McCoy turned into an absolute monster right. of a, a little person. socially awkward um, yeah. but seems nice enough. Quiet. But personality-wise, I would say my my Connor McDavid hot take is yeah. Because he's into friends. And yeah, it was that's what, that was my thing. It was like I think looks wise, he's like a three. Yeah. But his favorite TV show is Friends, so he's probably a, a decent dude. Yeah. Guy gets him a few points. Maybe he gets pushed up to a five or a six. But we've actually uh, we don't like to reveal um, our guest negotiations because we want like to just have rejected. someone and we get rejected a lot. But um, we have been talking to the Cavaliers about having Kyrie Irving come on the podcast to talk about friends. Just about friends. Right. And uh, they're open to it. They're, he's doing something. He's, he's the Olympics. The Olympics, that's it. Yeah, that, he's uh, doing something. Yeah, he's been, yeah, because we checked in with them last week and they were like, well, obviously he's in, he's in Rio, Rio. or whatever. And, uh, but yeah, Connor McDavid might be a good friends guest. He would be, he's so boring. Yeah. That dude is fucking boring. Yeah. There's not much, like, other than hockey, I feel like Connor McDavid doesn't bring much to the table. So, like, we'd have him on and be like, yeah, so friends. And he'd be like, yeah, I've only seen this series once, though, but I just, I liked it. And that was it. And we'd be like, well, that was Connor McDavid. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. uh, But that's pretty good sports hot take. I would say that he's a six, though. I would say that he is a six dead on. I, I think I would put him sub six, like four or five. Huh. Um... Fuck. So we're also. Hungover. He's also very terrible at sex. Uh, Connor for McDavid. Sure, yeah. There's no. Like, there's no way that he's good at sex. He'll get there. He has he's no like sex five. appeal. Yeah, he's very young. Maybe he gets there, but I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't think he brings much to the table other than his. He's going to be an insane hockey player. He'll hit his stride. <laughs> he's is an insane hockey player already. He, yeah. The Oilers, by the way, if it weren't for the division that they played in, this isn't a good take or anything, but they 
If they were in the East, they'd be a playoff team this year. Um, so I have a bet with my buddy Jim, and I made it after they took Connor McDavid first overall. And I think I said um, in the first two or three years uh, where Connor McDavid is on the team, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't know about next season. They're going to be better next season, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they can make the playoffs. Hmm. I'd like to to see that happen. Yeah. Although I'm, I do not like not having Taylor Hall on the team anymore. Yeah, that's uh, not good. Yeah, tra- like <laughs> but they did need the defense. But trading for Adam Larson was smart. Smart. Like, that was like a smart guy to diagnose and go out and get. He's got a good contract. He always plays against really tough He's young. competition. He's, He's right. Like going to get better. Right. Uh, and, but you just traded a was Taylor Hall like 23, 20, uh, 23 or twenty four. He's like twenty four. Four-ish, 25 at this point. Uh, he's definitely not. I think he's under 25. Um, is he... Uh, he is 24 years old. Right, because he was... Yeah, he's the same age as Conley and Sagan and all those guys. But, yeah. Um, he's going to be very good for a long time, and uh, that was probably not a good trade. Yeah. Um, I was saying earlier... Oh, we missed Chance the Rapper, by the way. So Chance yeah, the Rapper came out with uh, Flossodamus. Are you hungover, by the way? You said you were hungover. I'm, I was, not, I'm not hungover There was all. a quick little lull, and I was like, oh, we're hungover. Um, <laughs> because you got to shut out those awkward things. Um, but, yeah, my hungover, my hangover has appeared. Really? It, it took, like, a couple hours to get hungover. Like, I popped right out of bed, and I was fine in the morning. You fucking went to the gym that's i think that's your mistake you should have went to the gym that's how you work off the hangover yeah yeah but I, uh, do you, you don't warm up with cardio right no straight weights so <laughs> i would cardio's for suckers um i would have warmed i would have gotten on like the treadmill and fallen off after like three steps so i uh i was actually like worried about asking you like a week ago whether or not the hotel the whole hotel has a gym and yes. I feel like that can be perceived as, like, douchey, like, tough guy, like, he's on vacation and he's going to go to the gym. Uh, I don't know. Is that a, is that a thing? No, no. Is that a thing? It, no. When you left, uh, Brian and I actually pointed out, we were like, first of all, kid's a fucking hero. Like, <laughs> did you don't need to Yeah, I, think that, I feel like that's a hero move to, like, go to the gym on vacation. Right. But well, I feel you, like you knew that I, because when you said I'm going to the gym, we both heckled you for being a hero. But, um... If there is any day that you could go to the gym, it would be today. Like, if, if there's a day that you could go to the gym without dying, it's today. Like, the only thing that you are today is tired. You're not hungover to the point where yeah. you need to sleep in or anything. So, um, What's our plan for uh, for Monday's episode? Because Monday's episode is going to have more Lollapalooza, yeah. but... Um, in we're like be doing, more of like a recap, yeah, like and we're gonna be doing sound clips, field from recordings, yeah. and stuff. So it, Mondays should be closer to the post Bieber episode. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, also, as I said, follow the brunch account because the hotel, in addition to having a gym, has a fucking pool. So we're gonna be doing some poolside shit. Um, maybe a little Saturdays or for the noise. <laughs> this is uh, apostrophe N O I S because we're God. in Illinois, which is that was a good point that you raised. Oh yeah, by the way. <laughs> I think the weirdest the weirdest part about Chicago <laughs> is that it's located in Illinois. Right. That, I think that's about, a good take. If you that's a very good take. If you talk about Chicago and replace Chicago with Illinois, it's a thousand <laughs> times funnier. It's like 
Oh, it's like, are you around you this week? No, I'm going to Illinois and getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why? Like, why? What? Right. Like, that's why are you going to Illinois? There's nothing in Illinois, dude. The girls but then, in Illinois are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you say, I'm going to Chicago, and they're like, Oh, dude, man, that's fucking sick. Yeah, you're gonna have a great time. So that's the weirdest part about Chicago. And uh, I saw that when I I didn't even think about it until I got here, and I saw like Illinois everywhere, and I was like. Oh, yeah, I'm in Illinois. Another hot take that I had yesterday, uh, which I immediately discovered was a bad idea as soon as I thought about it, was that... And uh, I wrote it down immediately. <laughs> um, I was double fisting, and I went into a porta party at Lollapalooza, and I was like, huh, I wish this porta potty had a, had a cup holder. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, porta potty should have cup holders. And then I was immediately disgusted at the thought of that actually existing. The point of a porta potty is to have nothing to fucking do with the porta potty. <laughs> you you want to touch as few things. You want to get in. You want to get out. Um, I, I so I have an like I don't the have idea of something that you're about to put on your face <laughs> touching <laughs> anything inside of a porta potty is a bad idea. Um, one of the uh, I don't have many irrational fears in life, but one of my irrational fears, uh, strongest irrational fears, is going into a porta potty and then immediately thinking that somebody's going to tip it over. That would be amazing. You also. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. You because... had a guns blazing moment last night. You went into the porta potty oh, yeah. and didn't lock the door, and you just like. The best. Yeah, went yeah I was like, yeah, if you want to come in, go for it. Right. Uh, uh, the best part about that was that uh, right before I went into the porta potty, I saw a guy go into another porta potty and and do the same thing. He didn't lock it, so it didn't. So it said vacant, and I was like, "Huh, that guy's a fucking idiot." And then I went and I did the exact same thing. I was, I was like, "That's supposed to be like some sort of boss move or something." <laughs> like, "Yeah, come in, see my dick, come, see if I come, fucking care." Come see my dick, right? I was thinking. So when the you mission did, is free, when you did that, and as soon as you did it, everybody was like, "That guy just went in there and didn't lock the door. Like he just doesn't give a fuck." And I was like, "When he walks out, his dick's gonna be out." He's just <laughs> so, gonna kick- so that was that was, and now that brings it back to me. I was like, "Fuck, I should have went in there." And then can you imagine go walking into a porta potty in front of a fucking crowd of people, and then like three seconds later, just kicking the door open, and you're just standing there, dicks out for Harambe. Dang away. <laughs> dangling in uh yes that would be an unbelievable i'm i'm very frightened that i'm going to do that before the weekend's over and i might get arrested um also uh bummer on the porta potty front because uh i'm a big uh just pee wherever you want so kfc from barstool had a uh a discussion and a hashtag uh earlier this week where it was like what what do you what is socially unacceptable that you wish was acceptable and a lot of the answers were like i just wish that i could pee wherever i want to pee in public yeah which i don't think like obviously you don't want people fucking urinating everywhere in public like that's fucking disgusting but yeah, use discretion yeah but if there is like a line of trees or something somewhere and there's no bathroom like i don't see the problem with like a bunch of dudes just going and fucking Pissing on the tree line. Yeah, one time in Austin, uh, we were at the Bat Bridge, and I was drunk, and everybody's looking up. No one's looking down, so I was like, this... If there weren't bats distracting everybody, this would be a very inappropriate thing, and of course I would not, I would not take a whiz right now. But, 
you can do that. Like there was like a there are trees there and there are bats distracting people. So there are a lot of ridiculous laws in the United States, but the public urination making if you get caught publicly urinating, then, then you become a you sex offender. Kid. Yeah. That is fucking ridiculous. I think you have to do it twice in some places where it's like if you get caught if you get caught pissing twice then, then it's you should your be own called fault. rapist because <laughs> you're an idiot <laughs> i guess yeah that's that's a good point um yeah uh what else we got you had a discussion point what did oh fuck so the weather is going to be shitty oh right yeah. uh, it's it rained yesterday for a little bit yeah so uh, we had to change up our outfits it really sucks because i didn't pack anything with sleeves i did not pack anything with uh i think i have like two or three shirts that are short sleeve and everything else is tanks. I didn't bring any long pants for sh- you guys brought pants. Yeah, I brought jeans. That was a savage move right. not bringing any pants. <laughs> I know. Uh and we ended up having a carry-on that was or a checked bag that was had so much clothes in it <laughs> that it was over 50 pounds and we had to take shit out of it That's or else so we were going to be charged $100 and we So I I I'm, I am not counting myself into that because I didn't put any clothes in the carry-on. Yeah. I put uh, wrinkle spray, which is a top three invention in the history of mankind. You spray it on it, uh, get the gets the wrinkles out of your clothes. It's fucking amazing. Uh, uh, I need to bring that everywhere. Uh, quick shout-outs to idiots who dog wrinkle spray because yeah. some do. And people who dog ironing, if you dog ironing... Get the fuck out of my life. It, well, we were talking about that. It's like, it's like, oh, you're going to iron? What a pussy. Right. I don't, like, understand that. Like, you look like a fucking idiot. Your shirt's wrinkled. Right. Like, when you see someone with a nice iron shirt, do you say to them, like... like hey, nice shirt, oh, pussy. Like, is, is that coming, men? <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, trying to look sick, wrinkleless shirt. What's your fucking mom iron it for you? <laughs> like, yeah. Also, uh, cool, quick bro. shouts to moms, because before I knew how to iron, I would always ask my mom to iron shit for me. Yeah. Like, why? As soon as I, like, made ironing a habit, my mom was like, I'm not going to fucking do this. You right. need to learn how to iron. Also, if there are any assholes out there who are willing to just be hated by everybody, I wouldn't mind if you actually would start talking like that. If you see, <laughs> if you see a guy wearing a nice shirt, ask him if it comes in like events. <laughs> And ask him, uh, ask him whether his mom ironed it. Sick wrinkless shirt, pussy. <laughs> someone, Such an absurd comment. Someone tweeted. Uh, I tweeted a picture of our coffees this morning because me and Brian had actual coffee and you had um, ice coffee. Ice coffee, and the cups were so your coffee was clearly back black because it was in a clear cup. And somebody said to our to all of them because. Um, Ours were in solid white cups, so you couldn't see inside. Someone responded. I, I, so I tweeted saying, like, oh, pizza serial killer or something. And someone responded, and they were like, real men drink their coffee black. Cream is, f-, he said, cream is fattening and for pussies, which is the most <laughs> that's aggressive. Like, well, that's, like, such a juxtaposition because he's, like. He's like, worried about fat yeah. and shit, and then he's calling. This dude is, like, trying to be, like, such a man and being, like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, like I'm a man, but I'm not going to drink that cream. It's fattening. Right. <laughs> nice calories, pussy. And that's a horrible take, by That's the way. a really aggressive take. And I. Do drink my coffee black. I um, my coffee was black, but right. it took me a while to get to the stage where I can enjoy black coffee. So like, it, I I like I wouldn't be like 
It's like whiskey. You just have to lie for a little bit and say that you like it, and then eventually you actually do like it. And then once you realize you like it, what an amazing feeling. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. That's a horrible take. Fuck. You put cream in your coffee or whatever. The only thing that, like, I... Like scoff at is like when you put so much cream that it's like it looks like you are drinking like mud or something. Right. Rainwater. Um in general, I guess I'm kinda growing fond of uh bad takes that involve calling somebody a pussy for something that <laughs> like is normal. in no way emasculating or like wimpy or like you sleep with two pillows? Fucking pussy. Right, yeah. It's like my fucking, my parents couldn't afford pillows and they fucking walked 10 miles uphill both ways. But nice pillows, you old bitch. <laughs> um, and then, dude, have we had the, the discussion, the iced coffee versus hot coffee. We, we've discussed that, haven't we? I think we? it was heavy on Twitter. I don't think that we actually did it on the podcast. Really? Um, Brian had a good take this morning. Uh, you, your first coffee, of the day always has to be hot. I don't agree with that. My first coffee today was iced, and uh, it depends on, like, the situation. Like, I would never wake up in my house in, like, a controlled environment and go with iced coffee. Like, I love hot coffee, and if I'm in my house, I'm always drinking hot coffee. Yeah. But, like, if I'm outside and it's fucking hot, I'm not drinking hot coffee. I... I'm almost always hot coffee, and since I dug in on the hot coffee is better than iced coffee, which I think was the initial take, and now I've just... And also, that is not necessarily true. I think that iced coffee tastes just as good as hot coffee. No. I've had very good iced coffee. I will say that if I'm going to have an iced coffee, sometimes, and... Pussy alert! uh, I like to throw a little cream in it, a little... Even sugar. I'll... Fucking, I'll go there for a nice coffee. It's yeah. like having a little Sunday. <laughs> it's. Uh, have you been to Mary Lou's? Uh, no, I haven't. But I hear that they Mary have Lou's. one been, of the best coffees. In I've the been city. once, and that will change your opinion on iced coffee. Really? Yeah. I. Think it's more like it's like more like ice cream. Yeah. Um. Well, Dunkin' Donuts does like I. They had a cookie dough, uh, iced coffee, and I was like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna iron my shirt and see what this is all about. And it tasted like you're drinking ice cream. Yeah. So that that can be iced coffee. Which, by the way, I was uh, getting some shit to bring to Lollapalooza at the was at the grocery store, and I saw the day before we left um, Ben and Jerry's pints at Shaw's. So a little pro tip, life hack I'm giving you. Um, Shaw's is selling Ben and Jerry's pints for a dollar ninety nine. So I was okay. like, "Wow, I was going to have <laughs> an awesome weekend, no matter what. <laughs> if I didn't go to Lollapalooza, I was going to be partying fucking hard." Your carry on bag should have just been filled with ice and Ben and Jerry's pints, and <laughs> that, that would have been, been a psychopath slash amazing move. <laughs> would they have dogged me because it's over three ounces? Um, because you can bring food on the, you can bring food on the plane, but if you just brought a fucking like luggage (laughs) filled with rapidly melting (laughs) ice cream, I would have been so pissed if they dogged me. Um, which, uh, by the way, another little life hack, don't fly with hair product because they take it away from you. Uh, they did not take mine away. 
Really? Yeah. Did you... Wait, that, that fucking... That Fructis? Yep. The Garnier Fructis molding uh, paste. It's Did you, exactly three ounces. Is it? So I looked and I couldn't find it, but yeah. You know, whatever. You need to bring hair product. Also... By the way, people always say like, oh, you put hair product in your hair? Pussy. That's, that's a terrible take. Uh, if you don't use hair product... So right now, I'm in the uh, dreaded in-between yeah. uh, phase. It <laughs> is you, a mess. You just looked at me and <laughs> rolled yep. your eyes as you said, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> your hair is a mess. I, br- I have a lot of hats for this weekend. Um, but I w- So yesterday, my plan was to wear a basketball jersey and have don't give a fuck hair. And that would have been it. Would have been like okay, whatever. Well, you, you definitely get, had you definitely had don't give a fuck hair yesterday. But because of the weather, I just wore a t shirt and had don't give a fuck hair, and I not just the same, like, not the same image. I looked like a fucking sloppy person. <laughs> um, and it was uh, it was a t shirt that was on the, the smaller side for me. So I've I've always battled uh, between being a medium and a large. And uh, if it's a smaller medium shirt, then sometimes it can be trouble. And this was a smaller medium shirt, so so I just looked like I looked like shit for uh, for lack of a better term. But yeah, uh, even in the in between stage, I'm st- you're I still got to put a little product in. If you don't, fucking, if you don't put product in your hair, you're not a fucking adult. Right, that's my take. <laughs> exactly, or yeah. you're fu- or you're an adult who's bald. Right, you know what? Yeah, to uh, to clean up the uh, Chris Rock quote, call me a pussy. I'll be the pussy with the good hair. Do you know that that bit? No, but that sounds awesome to me. He said uh, people were dropping hard Fs over people who didn't want to fight in wars. So his line was like, call me a F word. I'll be the F word with two legs. And everyone's (laughs) like, yeah, because Chris Rock can say whatever he wants and gets a standing ovation. Sure. Um, He actually had a bit about that word in like 20, probably like 2010, 2011. By like the time that word was done... And he had like a fresh bit on that was like very heavily using that word, and I feel like not many people can get away with doing yeah, that. Yeah, probably not. That's like a I think Chris Rock and Louis C.K. are the only two people. Who some can. when we were waiting in line yesterday at Lala, some dude dropped a hard F, and I was like, I, in front of us, yeah, yeah and I, I was couldn't like, believe it, and I was like, ugh, fuck this guy, I don't like Chicago, <laughs> right? Um, I couldn't believe that, and he didn't. That is so bold. Like he, he showed he was, no contrition either. No. He didn't do like a. Uh, he didn't lower his voice at all or anything. He was just like he went for it. Right. He yeah. He, he called his friend one, and then I looked to see if he was like, "Hey man, quit being a." Fu-. No, he I was just said that slung it out there. Right. He had like the he almost celebrated it a little bit. Yeah. He had a bit of like post. Post hard F swagger. By the way, when we walked into Lolly yesterday, like for the first few hundred feet, oh, it was like a zombie apocalypse because we showed up late. Yeah. Uh, and people had been drinking all day and like dudes were just like strung out, laying down in the street. Like people were walking by and just had faces that looked like they had just seen some shit. Yeah. I coughed up glitter after walking by <laughs> like this uh, one group of girls, which is funny because. You walk, so we had to walk there, so we're walking through downtown Chicago, and, uh, again, the, the people in, like, they, they don't let ugly people come to Chicago for some reason, or live in Chicago, so you're walking by all these, like, really beautiful women who are, like, well-dressed, and see, 
they look educated and like they they've got way more money than you. And, and you get through the lala gates, and then and, like you get through, and you're like, "Wow, what and, a beautiful place!" And then you get to to through the gates, and you're like, "This is where they've hidden all <laughs> the monsters." It's like it's like in people a, who used to be beautiful but just drank three hundred beers. Yeah, it's like an apocalypse movie where they have like the quarantine area. This is where like the Lollapalooza is like where they stick all the infected people, yeah, and they just die there. Um, how do you? Like the uh, now, fuck. We already hit on it. Um, I'm, we're hungover. 